Well, this is certainly the most sensuous painting in the European collection, and I think we could call it the most erotic. It's by a French artist called Jacques Blanchard. That's an artist who, in his own day, was particularly famous as a painter of the female nude, and his contemporaries also called him the French Titian, referring to the great 16th-century Venetian painter of that name. And this would have been in part to do with the sensuousness of Blanchard's art, but also it had to do with his great mastery of colour. In the Art Gallery of New South Wales, there's a painting by Blanchard with the title Mars and the Vestal Virgin. And couched, though it is in poetic terms, this really is a picture about sexual arousal. The figure on the left is the god of war, Mars, represented as a young man in golden armour. Mars has just chanced upon the semi-naked figure of a Vestal Virgin, Rhea Sylvia. She's been fetching water for the Temple of Vesta, but it's a warm day, she's taken a break, loosened her clothing to catch the breeze, and she's drifted off to sleep. When Mars sees her, he's transfixed by her beauty, and as the story goes, he shortly afterwards takes possession of her, but being a god, is able to do this while she's still asleep. The consequence, which must have come as a surprise to Rhea Sylvia, and also to her fellow Vestal Virgins, was a pregnancy, which led in due course to the birth of the twins Romulus and Remus and they would later become the founders of Rome. So the story of Mars and Rhea Silvia is one of the key myths in the early history of Rome. The focal point of the painting is Rhea Silvia's naked breast, on which Mars's gaze is firmly fixed. As you can see, he's lifted a shawl, which she must have had around her shoulders when she fell asleep, to reveal her naked breast. Mars's face, though mainly lit from the left, has on it, I think, a half-light, which can only be light reflected up from Rhea Sylvia's body, and this seems to emphasise Mars's enraptured state, as does subtly, or perhaps not so subtly, the position of his sword hilt. The faces are beautifully painted, and I like the way the low morning light catches first the cheek and nose of Mars, and then the cheek, the nose, and the eye sockets of Rhea Sylvia's face. And look at the reflected light from Rhea Sylvia's hand, which cast its own light back up on the cheek. There is hardly another painting by this artist which so completely justifies Blanchard's reputation as a colourist. Cool colours are used for Rhea Sylvia, a greeny blue for her dress, and virginal white for her chemise with its bluey grey shadows, which pick up on the blues in her flesh. But Rhea Sylvia is surrounded by hot colours. Mars wears golden armour and has a purple cloak. Then the warm tones and the tree trunks and the leaves lead in an arc to an astonishing drapery of hot vermilion red which hangs behind Rare Sylvia. These warm colours seem to embrace and enclose Rare Sylvia as if they were being used as a metaphor for the heat of Mars's desire. Essentially, when you look at the painting, you see three primary colours, yellow, blue, red, but these colours are subservient to the white of Rhea Sylvia's breast, with its isolated pink nipple, which in turn is echoed in the beautiful pink plume of Mars's helmet. Thus, although the picture is vibrant with colour, it's not just colour used for its own sake, it's colour deployed to a purpose, colour modulated subtly to maintain the sense of morning light which pervades the painting, yet also colour used to orchestrate the emotional content and this it does boldly, you could say almost expressionistically, whilst contriving to remain harmonious. Blanchard was tragically short-lived. He was born in Paris in 1600 and died there in 1638. He was one of the artists active in Paris in the 1630s who visited Italy and brought back a knowledge of modern Italian painting. 
but what he learnt from Italy was also grafted onto essentially French stock. So the sensuousness of Blanchard's art looks back to the art produced in the 16th century for Francis I at the royal chateau of Fontainebleau. There, Italian artists such as Primaticcio produced art of a startlingly erotic character, much of it since destroyed. And this erotic thread runs through French art into the 18th century when it reached an apogee in the art of François Boucher and also into the 19th century where it resurfaces in the work of Ingres, for example, or you can find an echo of it even in Renoir. Blanchard is really the artist, above all, who kept that tradition alive in the 17th century. And a painting such as Mars and the Vestal Virgin is really amazing for the degree to which it anticipates work by Boucher produced more than 100 years later. And there are not many paintings which better represent the best qualities of Jacques Blanchard. It's a wonderfully youthful and vigorous and a joyful painting, and I just hope that you'll get as much pleasure out of it as it always gives me.